2: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. dot Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
3: Welcome to Truth About Trucking Live hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Hello again everyone and welcome to Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Alan Smith and today is Thursday, September 10th, 2009 and uh, we're back again after taking a break through August and uh, I appreciate you tuning in to our show. Uh, we are live from Citrus County, Florida, home of uh, Crystal River, a great place to work and live right alongside uh, the Gulf of Mexico and home of the manatee. So just a cool place to call home and and I hope things are uh, going well for uh, all of you out there. Uh you checking it over there, Donna? You got it up? Nothing? Uh, uh, well, I'll keep working on it over there, cause I should be up there.
0: And... Um,
3: So anyway, we're glad to have you back. Um, I wanted to uh, kick our show off again discussing what I feel every CDL student really needs to know. Um, Trucking can be a funny business to get into. Uh, Over the years, OTR trucking has changed, and yet uh, it has remained the same in many ways. So uh, we're still in a recession, uh, but they say jobs are still available out there, or, or are they? And uh, at the same time, I hear from many new CDL grads who are still uh, waiting to land that driving job and seem to be having trouble doing so. And that uh, will lead me to the first fact that I would like to uh, start with this evening about what every CDL student uh, really needs to know. And I'm going to uh, hit on this more at the end of the show because, um, like I'm asking, are there really jobs out there available like we're hearing? Uh, now, I've I've written about these things before. I've blogged about them uh, on our blog at com, and uh, I've even talked about them right here on our show at times, but for this broadcast, uh, I'd like to expand on some of these things a little further. Uh, it's real easy to uh, be taken in by these ads and so forth that promises uh, everything under the sun if you'll just come on board and get your CDL license and go over the road professionally, especially in today's economy when things aren't going so well for so many people. Uh, you need a job, right? So OTR sounds great, so you go out, uh, find a CDL school, and start training, and uh, from, all the e- from all the emails I get from uh, people all over, uh, so this is one of the things that uh, you really need to know before you go out and start doing that. Uh, especially in today's trucking job market. So let's go over some of these. Uh, first, if you have any kind of negative blemishes on your driving record, such as speeding tickets, DUIs, DWIs, or whatever, especially if they're recent convictions, uh, then most often you're going to be wasting your time and money going to CDL school in today's market the way things are right now. uh Most of you already heard that most companies will check back five to seven years. But remember, as I've mentioned many times before, the insurance carrier can and will check back even further, sometimes 15, 20, 25, 30-plus years. Uh, They can go way, way back. So that five to seven years you hear about just isn't really the case. Um, The insurance carrier can go back many, many years. They see these kind of convictions on your MVR. And uh, you stand an extremely high chance of becoming non-hireable right off the bat. So why spend the time and money for your CDL if you're not going to be hireable material? And if you have a DUI or such thing on your MVR that's 15 or 20 years old, um, you may be able to land a driving job, but I want to stress may. Again, uh, they usually... Only go back five to seven years. That's why I say May, but I hear from people all the time that got through school, landed a job, but after two to three weeks out on the road, they were called in and released from their employer because the insurance carrier found a DUI from 20 years ago. And uh, again, especially in today's market, uh, with something like that on your record, it's, it's going to, uh, it's going to be a hassle. It's going to make it much, much harder. To land that job out there. And uh, this brings me to the next thing you need to know, and we'll keep expanding on this one as we go along. Uh, So very often, I hear it all the time, uh, the CDL school, the driver trainer, the school instructor, whoever it may be, will tell you, the CDL student, don't bother writing down that DUI you had ten years ago. They only go back seven years. Or uh, you don't have to list down your felony or or misdemeanor because it was 25 years ago. So, okay, let's go through this again. When you fill out the driver application, list everything down. You're going to notice that the application will read something like, have you ever been convicted of, or have you ever had a DUI. Uh, I've never understood how a CDL school instructor or a driver trainer or recruiter could tell a new CDL student, something like this, you know, don't don't worry about listing your DUI since it was 10 years ago. Uh, I mean, listen, the application reads, have you ever, and ever means ever, so don't think that you can get away with slipping a uh, 10, 15-year DUI or whatever it is by on the application, because for the most part, it's going to be caught. Eventually, it's going to be caught, and and all you have to do is just be honest. List it down. Uh, even if you had a felony 40 years ago, the question is, have you ever? So 40 years is included in ever. So write it down. And uh, part of this is they are wanting to see if you're honest. Uh, by by not writing these things down, they will interpret it as dishonesty and and wonder if you're trying to hide something else. If you're trying to hide this thing, what else could you uh, be be hiding? You know, so many new cdl grads will um, create their job hiring loss themselves and and it is really not not them to blame not their fault i mean if you've got an instructor a cdl instructor standing there telling you to do that well you know you may not know any better i mean you you kind of trust these people uh, but they they just blew you out of the water they they just destroyed your driving career by telling you that because i guarantee you the insurance carrier is going to catch it. If they don't catch it right away, they're going to catch it eventually down the road. I guarantee it. So just just write it all down. If, they just, uh, if you just list whatever the application is asking, uh, uh, you'll stand a much higher chance of being hired. Uh, and we're going to get into that a little bit more because the market today is just a little bit different, <clears throat> quite a bit different, actually. And that's why so many of you, I believe, are having trouble um, – landing a job even after you've uh, done everything right, went through school, got your CDL, and six, eight, nine, twelve 12 months later, you're still sitting at home not hired. We're going to touch on that, I'll tell you what I think and what so many other people believe is going on there. But as I said earlier, if you're considering heading off to CDL school and you have a poor driving record or criminal offenses within the last several years, let's say, uh, then you could just be wasting your time and money in today's market. And keep in mind that many of these schools will tell you that you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Some of you, many of you, have have already had that happen. I mean, I've already gotten emails today from people who uh, who have told me their stories and exactly what has happened. So uh, many of them are just wanting your money. Uh, they know that there is no way a trucking company is going to hire you after CDL graduation in today's market if you just had a DUI three years ago. but many of them won't tell you that because they want your money. So before you decide on a professional trucking career and running off to spend that35, 4,500 or6, thousand dollars for CDL training, take a hard and honest look at your MVR record and of course your personal background. And uh, like I said, why go through the training and spending the money if you're not going to be hireable? Um, and we, we see that there's jobs out there. That's what some of these schools are saying. Uh, a lot of the trucking companies are saying. Uh, some of the CDL schools are still reporting 90 to 95% placement rate uh, after graduations. Uh, so jobs may seem scarce right now. But yet, at the same time, we're hearing that they're plentiful and to come on board. Uh, so so what's really going on? Um, uh, we're going to go on that. We're going to touch on that and uh, see if we can figure this thing out, because I know a lot of you have already spent your money and uh, s- still no job, and no job in sight. So uh, we're going to uh, touch on that a little bit more a little bit later. But this leads me to another important factor that you as a new CDL student or grad, and even a new driver needs to know. So, I mean, let's say you've made it through CDL school, uh, you've got your CDL license, and you've been given employment by a trucking company. So everything's going just as planned, going the way it's supposed to go, right? So, okay, you are now in the most important phase of your new career. You're given your first load as a new solo driver and your professional driving career has begun. So here's a very important factor that you need to realize and understand. And again, I've written about it, I've talked about it before, but I want to expand on it because I keep getting emails and phone calls uh, basically with the same questions, so we want to try to get that out there more. And like I said, I mentioned it before, I've written about it, but I want you to hear it from me, hear it from somebody, and I'll be accountable for saying it. But once you've made it through CDL school and land a job with a trucking company and head out to begin your driving career, you have got to be ready to devote at least one year to your OTR driving job. Uh, Better yet, two years would be much better. If you head out and two weeks later or four months later, you decide that trucking isn't for you or you don't like the company you're with because uh, they're not giving you any miles or whatever the reasons are, and you decide to quit in a short period of time like that, then what you need to realize is that you just more than likely ended your driving career, period. That's just the way it is. Uh, The trucking company is going to look at you as someone who was not really devoted or determined on being a professional driver anyway, or you would have lasted longer, right? It doesn't matter if they were only giving you 1,500 miles per week or giving you the really tough hauls, making you pay your dues like you've heard me talk about before. None of that matters. If after training... If after giving you that job, if after they head you out on your loads and you decide to quit after a short time, uh, your driving career is over. Uh, More than likely, 99% of the time, your driving career will be over. And why? Because every trucking company is going to see that you left after only two weeks or three months, whatever the length of time is. And they're going to see that and think, the very same thing, that you are really not wanting to be a pro driver. And furthermore, the company you quit so soon will more than likely turn around and report this uh, on your DAC report. So every OTR company you apply to from thereafter will see that you left within a short period of time, and they will think the same thing. So once you've got it through, once you've made it through CDL school. Once you get hired and head out on your new trucking job, you have got to be ready to stick it out for at least one year. Two years would be better, like I said, but at least one year. And and here's something else you need to know, because I get I get this question a lot. Uh, don't really expect to go through CDL schools, get your license, and come out and land a local driving job. It's nearly impossible. Um, I say nearly because I don't like to say totally impossible. I guess it's always po- anything's always possible, but it's, in this case, it's nearly impossible. Professional driving careers are started through over-the-road trucking. That's the way it is. With OTR trucking, you build the driving experience that the insurance carriers so vigorously require. And, uh, you know, you always hear, well, companies require experience before they'll hire you so how do you get the experience well you get the experience by completing the CDL required course which provides the minimum required driving experience needed by the trucking companies in order for them to uh, bring you on as a new driver and then you build the rest of the driving experience by sticking it out with OTR driving for at least one year and again two years would be better Uh, So why do I keep saying this? Because the really good trucking companies, and they do exist, require new driver hires to have anywhere from two to three, four, sometimes five years of driving experience. That's why they are the good companies. So until you build that driving experience, you'll be stuck with some of the starter companies that we all hear and uh, know so much about. Um, so you you've got to be willing and ready to uh, commit at least one to two years of OTR driving, and then you'll be set to land a driving job that may suit you better, like driving regional or a local job that will keep you home every night and make as much as uh, OTR driving pays. So these uh, these are just a few of the most important facets of trucking that I get asked a lot that you as a new CDL student maybe or driver really needs to know and these things destroy driving careers very often simply because the person didn't know about it. But, but, uh, but, but now you do. I mean, here, I I hear it all the time. uh, Well, my instructor told me not to write the DUI down or uh, I quit after three months because uh, they, they weren't, they weren't giving me any miles. And, and uh, your career is over. That's, that's, uh, that's, I hear it all the time. I get emails almost every day with the same thing over and over and over, so we want to get that out and we just want to keep pounding it out there, getting it out there on the search engine so everybody can find it and know and the newcomers will know that this is how OTR trucking works. You've got to be ready to, to stick it out there. and And what about uh, what about truck driving schools? So let's just, let's just go to the beginning. Uh, how do you choose the best truck driving school? How do you know? Uh, I, I, I'm asked a lot. What, what do you look for when choosing a truck driving school, and how how can you be sure that the facility is really what it claims to be? So there there's important factors that you need to be aware of when approaching a CDL driver training course, and here's what you need to know. Uh, I always like to start without, start out with uh, PTDI. I get a lot of things about this that uh, aggravate people, but I'm not really here to make friends. I'm here to, to tell you the truth and let you know how trucking works. Uh, make certain that the school is certified. Let's start off right there. Now, certification means that the facility has met the standards set by the trucking industry. And again, here I go. There is only one recognized certification, PTDI, and this stands for Professional Truck Driving Institute. And this really is the only recognized certification in which the trucking industry takes notice. And if you're not certain about your school's uh, certification, uh, you can contact, you can call PTDI, uh, PTDI, and they'll they'll tell you whether or not they are certified or not. And and that phone number is 703-637-7015. Now, secondly, truck driving schools, they should offer late model vehicles similar to uh, those that you will be driving in the real world. And um, I wouldn't be concerned if the trucks are, are not bright, shiny new ones since, I mean, this is a, a school. It is a training facility where the trucks uh, no doubt receive rough handling through uh, uh, people learning how to drive and grinding the gears and, and really putting them through the test, but they should not be out of date equipment or, or even have automatic transmissions. I mean, that's my opinion. I, 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 don't think it's a good thing to train in automatic transmissions because when you get out in the real world, you're more than likely not going to be in an auto. You're going to be in a 10, 12, 13 speed, most likely 10 speed. But I can assure you that in reality, um, uh, It's it's pretty much going to be a 10-speed manual transmission that you're going to start out at, at least. And if you train in an automatic, completely lost when you begin searching for uh, uh, truck driving jobs. And um, you'll also want to train in uh, conventional trucks and not cab overs, uh, if they're still around, I guess. I mean, I see them every now and then. Uh, Since these type of vehicles are really nearly extinct... And in addition, you're, you'll want to know the student-to-truck ratio and the student-to-an-instructor ratio. The, the lower the number, the better, of course. And, and many truck-driving schools will have a student-to-truck ratio of 10 to 1, let's say. And obviously, you're not going to be in the truck actually driving very often. So this also brings up another important issue, observation time, because quite often schools will have three to four students in a truck at one time while one's driving the others are to observe and it's just my opinion take it for what it's worth but i say observation time is a total complete waste of time and money it serves absolutely no purpose to sit in the bunk with three or four other people watching another guy drive does absolutely nothing uh, so any of, if any of the truck driving schools tell you there will be a lot of observation time in your training, I would just suggest run, because I just don't think it's worth the, you're spending four, five, six thousand dollars to watch somebody else drive, that makes no sense to me. Observation time, my opinion, not a good thing, something you need to know and be aware of. Now, let's go back to this PTDI certification, um, uh, it requires students to have 44 hours of actual driving time. Now, this is the minimum. Now, if the school you're looking at is not PTDI certified, then there's other important factors you want to be aware of and to be sure about. So let's expand on them some more this evening because choosing the right CDL school is the first most important step in beginning your driving career. Uh, finding finding the, uh, the right uh, truck driving school can be a challenge. I mean, I'm not... I'm going to say it can't be, but there are so many of them out there. But what questions should you ask and what should you be looking for in a truck driving school? Uh, making the right choice uh, can either make or break your career before you even get started. So, before you hand over thousands of dollars for CDL training, let's look at this step a little bit closer. First, uh, is a school licensed by the state? Uh, is it accredited? And more importantly, is it certified? So to understand these factors, let's understand what each of these terms represent. A license, a state license, shows business in question has filed and paid the appropriate fees and have met the guidelines set forth by the state, which allows them to legally operate that business within the state they reside. That's the state license. Uh, Accreditate, uh, you all right over there? Yes. Okay. Uh, being accredited refers to schools that have been accredited by an agency that has been approved by the U.S. Department of Education to accredit schools. And only truck driving schools that have been accredited are entitled to have access to federal student loans and grants. So that's really, really important. And there are uh, very few truck driving schools that have achieved uh, this accredited because it consists of very tough standards, and the process uh, is expensive, quite frankly. So a truck driving school that has been accredited shows that they really have met the highest standards for education, so that's a very, very good sign. Now, certification, on the other hand, again, pertains to a truck driving school that has met the training standards of the trucking industry. Uh, Certification shows that... uh, An independent third party, unrelated to the truck driving school, has inspected the school and has officially certified that the training offered to the students will result in the uh, graduate meeting the basic skills required to be a truck driver uh, within an entry level. And again, PTDI is the only organization that currently certifies truck driving schools. Uh, Professional Truck Driver Institute is based out of Alexandria, Virginia, and certification is voluntary, and a truck driving school is not required to be certified by PTDI. I want to make that clear. So keep in mind that just because a school is not PTDI certified does not mean they're a bad school, but nevertheless, being PTDI certified only further justifies a uh, school's reputation. So license, accredited, and if you can, certification. But if they don't have that PTDI certification, you want them licensed and accredited, and they're going to be fine for you just that way too. But those are the three things that you really want to be aware of and make sure that they have. Um, Questions to ask before signing on with a truck driving school. Um, Obviously the big one, right? How much is it going to cost? Now on the average... CDL training runs around $3,500 to $4,500. I always like to throw in here, it depends on your geographical location. I hate saying that because there's always like a catch-22 to each answer to every question. But it does depend on your geographical location. Obviously, a CDL school is going to cost less in Oklahoma than it will in New Jersey. I mean that kind of gives you a rough idea. Geographical location does make a difference, but overall, um, <clears throat> it it equals out that it thirty five forty five hundred dollars is the average. If you get up in there to Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New New York, you know you might see six thousand sixty five hundred. That's just the way it is. Geographical location, nothing can be done by that. If you hit a school somewhere and they tell you it's going to be ninety five hundred dollars you'd probably want to just run right out the door because something's wrong and and again you want to know what the student to truck ratio is the lower the number the better of course um, and what is the student to instructor ratio another important thing and again uh... will there be any observation time because i i, I just think this is a total waste of time and money serves absolutely no purpose um, You want to know, is there an offer for job placement assistance after completing the course? Are they going to help you find a job? I'm going to touch on that here in just a second. What if the trucking company you're placed with treats you bad? Is there further assistance? Will they help you uh, get out of that company and help you get placed with another company? And if you fail the CDL test, is there a money-back guarantee, or is is your $4,500 just gone? And uh, what's the maximum amount of uh, money that you're going to be responsible for in payment? Uh, you, you know, you sign a thing, you don't read the uh, little things down at the bottom. You sign a contract for $4,500, things don't work out. They come back and hit you, well, you owe us $7,500. Well, well where would the other 3000 come from? Uh, know right up front before you sign anything we all know this it's just common sense but so many people still will they're they're too trusting and and these recruiters will bring you in and you know it's just it's it's a tough world out there and trucking's even tougher so just know right up front before you sign the dotted line and on this job placement assistance after completing the course let's touch on that for a second um Because I get emails all the time telling me that they've been guaranteed a job. So another thing you need to know if you're coming into trucking, CDL student just starting out, listen, nobody can guarantee you a job. A CDL school cannot guarantee you a job. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody else tells you. I'm here to tell you the truth. We're truth about trucking. That's what we've started. That's what we're about. I don't have anything to gain from this. Nobody can guarantee you a job. The CDL school cannot. The trucking company cannot guarantee you a job. So you hit a school that says, uh, yeah, we can guarantee you a job after graduation. That's false. They cannot do that. They cannot read the future. They don't know if that company is going to need drivers when you graduate. Now, what they can do is get a letter of intent to hire from the company, which is good and it's especially good if you're working uh... from off of a grant because that letter of intent to hire will pretty much uh... put that grant right in your pocket so that's important but understand that a letter of intent to hire is not a guarantee of a job they can't do it nobody will do it if they do tell you that then that's a red flag you need to get out of there so that's important. Remember that. And and as far as these questions go, remember ask anything and everything before you sign the paperwork. And also take the contract home, and read every word very carefully. And if something is unclear, ask someone outside of the school. Uh, be certain that you understand everything within the contract before signing. And once signed, because once signed, uh, you will be held responsible. And again this is common sense and, and we've all done it. I've done it in my life signed without really paying any attention to what I was signing and I've gotten myself in some hot water a lot, a lot of times. And and I just can't stress this enough. Be sure to and they're going to try they may try to pressure you there. You know, sign here. Let's get you started. Let's get you let's get you that CDL. Get you out there on that job making big money. Take your time. Slow down. $5,000 is a lot of money. It's a lot of money for anybody. Listen, take it home, <clears throat> read it over. If, you, if you're unclear about things, find out before you sign. I get it from people all the time, uh, and really all you have to do is just make sure you totally, completely understand what you're signing uh, before, uh, before you sign on the dotted line. Plain and simple. That will save you a lot of grief. Uh, there are many good... Very good, reputable truck-driving schools across the nation. Just do your homework. uh, Make sure they're licensed, accredited, and, if possible, PTDI certified. Uh, Know your rights and understand the contract before you sign up for that truck-driving school. And, uh, again, I want to be clear here. If a a school is not PTDI certified, that doesn't mean they're a bad school. Uh, This certification is is lengthy. And it can be costly, so many very good CDL schools don't have this certification for these very reasons. It can take a long time and cost quite a bit of money, that's all, not because they are bad schools. So I want to make that clear here. So just make sure that they are at least licensed and accredited, uh, because that's very, very important. So, um, okay, Uh, about 32 minutes down... uh, covered a little bit here let's take a little musical break and i'll be back uh, uh i'm going to check with donna over here she's got some things going uh stretch your legs uh get something to drink here's rob anthony of uh rob with down the road and uh a few more minutes here and uh i'll see you on the other side we'll keep going <laughs>
4: sets down on the painted sky, it's always hard to say goodbye, I never leave your smile behind, I take on you with me, the open road it calls to me, the places I go, the people I see, I bring everything they need, and help the world to move along, one mile down and a thousand more to go. Carry the load down the road. There's a heat that keeps me warm. Rain or shine, I weather the storm. The pictures I keep up above remind me of love that goes. Tell my son the faces I see, the day to day, and every life I see. One day you will understand, I help the world to move along. One mile down and a thousand more to go, I carry the load. Out in the city lights, talk to me by a candlelight They all bring me back to you One mile down And a thousand more to go And you know I'm coming back home. check take you everywhere That I go I carry this load Y'all ja,
3: we are back. Thanks for hanging out with me this Thursday evening on Truth About Trucking Live. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Donna's over there taking care of the chat for me. Uh, (laughs) It's very hard for me to do two things at once, if anybody knows me. Uh, Listen, the number one question I get asked is, what about this company? What about that company? Uh, You're just starting out and you've been offered a job by one of those well-known starter companies and uh, we all know who they are, and naturally you are wanting to know about them and if they're a good company to start with, right? Nothing wrong with that. I don't blame you. I would too. Uh, here's what you need to know. Here's my thoughts on starter companies, and again, I've I've gone through this before, but I want to expand on it. Um, here's how I look at these starter companies. Starter companies serve a purpose within the trucking industry. And I call them starter companies because they help new drivers get started in truck driving careers, not because of any other reason. Uh, remember when I was uh, when I was talking about the problem of, uh, you know, no one will hire me without driving experience, so how do I get the driving experience required to get hired? You know that dilemma? Uh, so many of you have faced that, I know. I talk to you every day. I, I just get so many emails. We've gotten maybe... Uh, I don't know, 15 20 phone calls a day. I was on a I was on the line with a I was on the phone with a guy for about 30 40 minutes talking and trying to help him the best I can. Uh so this this has happened to a lot of you. Um so this is where the starter companies come in. If if no trucking company accepted student CDL drivers, then how in the world could anyone become a professional truck driver? I mean, come on, starter companies have their role in truck driving careers. A problem I have with so many of them, as any of you who out there know me knows, is why I began TruthAboutTrucking.com. That's no secret. We were the first. But I have to say that without starter companies, you could never start your driving career. So they do have a place in the trucking field. Uh, What we are working to accomplish is changing the way some of them operate how they treat new drivers, how they lie and cheat new drivers, uh, how they scam new CDL drivers. That is what we have a problem with and why we were the first truth about trucking. Nobody else was talking about it until we came along. And now more and more are stepping up and discussing it, and that's a good thing because uh, new CDL students, new drivers, they're hearing these things and they're, they're, they're aware of them. They know that, hey, this, this really is going on. Uh, We're talking about it now, so that's a good thing. I mean, change. We want to get the starter companies that are known for their scams to change, Uh, like our slogan, to raise the standards of the trucking industry, truthabouttrucking.com. We will keep uh, heading forward in uh, providing the truth about the -the over-the-road trucking industry, good and bad. If I come along, hey, I'm, I'm the first to let you know if this company is a good one. In fact, I'm going to give you... I'm going to tell you about three companies that I think are just excellent, excellent companies who have their own CDL training, but I don't consider them starter companies. Uh, I'm going to give you that here in a little bit. Uh, You might already know about them. I'm sure you've heard about them, but uh, um, they need to be recognized. Uh, I'm not a hair to just blast trucking as a whole. If something's good out there, I want to talk about that, too, and let it be known. Now, with that said, when... When you're wondering about this company or that company, nobody, and I mean nobody, can tell you how it's going to work out. Uh, You may face the same old scams that so many new drivers go through with their starter company, or it may work out fine. Nobody can really tell you how your new driving job with your first starter company is going to work out. That is the nature of the industry, And the way I like to always put it is that it's the nature of the beast. That's just the way it is. All you can do is jump on board, hold your breath, and hope they treat you right and things work out. We're talking about with these starter companies, the most well-known starter companies that we all know about. And that's probably not what you want to hear, but this is what I have been doing for the past four years now, telling the real truth about trucking, not telling you what you want to hear. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to make friends. Uh, I, I'm, I'm here to try to help new CDL students, new drivers coming on board. Uh, uh, the stuff that I went through in my career in trucking and the things that so many veteran drivers have gone through, I'm not the only one, trust me, there's thousands and thousands of veteran drivers out there who have gone through the exact same thing that I have gone through, so I'm not special. But I'm talking about it, and I'm letting it be known, and that's what we're all about here. So may not be telling you what you want to hear, but I'm telling you the truth. And this takes me back to what I talked about earlier. You have got to be committed to putting in that one or two years of OTR driving. So if this starter company you're with is not working out, uh, then you'll have enough driving experience to move on to another better company or, if you wish, a uh, local driving job. Um, so listen, I I don't care what anyone tells you. the The average pay for OTR trucking is thirty six thousand to forty five thousand per year. Now that was during good times. We're in a recession. Remember? I mean, now I'm hearing that uh, twenty five that some drivers are pulling in twenty five a year. Uh, nothing we can do about that. It's a recession. Companies are struggling. They're trying to hold on. You know they're. Uh, they're trying to do their best they can with slow freight and all this stuff that's going on. Now, there are OTR driving jobs that, that pay very well, 60000 70000 per year, but they take time. They take driving experience under your belt. Uh, you can't expect to come right out of CDL school and land a $70,000 per year driving job. Uh, even with those owner-operator ads you see telling you that uh, – you can make a hundred thousand, a hundred and fifty thousand per year. Well well that's gross amount, not net. And and it in today's economy with a higher cost of fuel and insurance and, and all the new regulations coming up for emission controls and all this other stuff we read about, many owner operators today end up making about the same amount of money as a company driver does. Uh that's that's just the way it is right now. It's a recession. Um uh, uh, a lot of owner operators are falling by the wayside. You know, I feel for them. It's tough. It's tough out there. Uh, but 36 to 45 thousand per year is the average for an OTR driver. Uh, so, uh, got to be careful of how what these people tell you out there when they when they try to bring you in. You know, saying you're going to make 100 thousand a year or 80 thousand a year. Uh, you may down the road, but you're not you're not going to do it for for quite a while. And with the way things are right now, September two thousand nine, if a trucking company offers you employment and you really want to be a professional trucker, then you probably better want to take it uh It's better if you have at least two to three offers, of course, then you can go with uh the starter company that shows to have a better name among drivers right i mean that just remember uh with these more well known starter companies uh and we all know they're It's going to be a toss in a hat on how your career will go. That's just the way it is. And, again, the way I like to put it is it's just the nature of the beast. It's OTR trucking. It's freight hauling. That's just the way it is. Uh, But here's the problem. Because because these most well-known starter companies are so well-known, They are the names that pop up each and every time, and they are the ones that most of the CDL schools deal with. Uh, In order to uh, get them to change their ways, so to speak, you, the new CDL student, needs to start kicking off your driving careers with other trucking companies that offer CDL training but are not known as those, quote, unquote starter companies i mean does that make sense if if we cdl students keep going to the same old starter companies over and over and over then what incentive do they have to change there is none they keep getting you so what's the purpose of changing so it's going to take action by new cdl drivers to change the way these well-known starter companies treat new drivers And all the horror stories you read and hear about concerning these companies will never go away or change until we or you do just that. And uh, I want to try to help you out here. I want to give you the names of three very good trucking companies. It's my opinion. Uh, I don't have anything to gain from this, so uh, it's it's my truth. Um, I believe them to be very good trucking companies, and like I said uh, if i see something good out there I, I talk about that too uh i want you to know the truth bad and good so uh these companies offer their own cdl training and they are not part of the same old well-known starter companies in fact i'll be uh, i'll be adding them to our ebook the best truck driving jobs a state by state guide but i'm going to give them out here uh cuz the, the, they really are good companies uh Now, keep in mind, we're in a recession. I can't do anything about a recession. Uh, I can't tell you if these three companies are accepting students right now, but I believe they are. Uh, Looking at their information on their website, it appears that they are. And uh, you'll have to check to make sure, but here's what I'm trying to get at. If new drivers such as uh, many of our listeners out there, would start working toward beginning their careers with companies like these three I'm about to give you and stop going to those same old starter companies we all know about, then they would have to do something, change your practices, something. So uh, keep these three in mind. And if they're not taking students right now, write them down, remember them, and once you have that uh, required experience that I've been talking about, and the company you're with, uh, you may be with, is not working out, um, drop them in a heartbeat and run to one of these or one that is listed on our e-book. So uh, trust me, there are good trucking companies out there. Uh, we're in a recession. Uh, freight has slowed down. Many companies are still struggling. So you'll still hear bad things said about any company out there. That's just the way it is. But um, we're in a recession. You know, just keep that in mind. Now, most... Uh, most 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 of you who know me know that I am no big fan of trucking company CDL schools. The exception to that is they do provide a way for newcomers to get their CDL licenses when they don't have the financial means to receive it in any other way. But, but understand, these three companies do have their own CDL schools, but I do not consider them quote-unquote starter companies. I mean, why? Because overall... They have excellent reputation among their drivers. And, um, I mean, listen, these three companies are very good trucking companies, in my opinion. And, uh, again, which I'll be adding to our ebook, and they offer CDL training. So let's try to move away from those, those starter companies that we all know about, and let's start working toward other companies with CDL training that have a proven track record for treating their drivers right and have a good name among their drivers if we could start doing this those other starter companies would have to do something different Uh, raising the standards of the trucking industry truthabouttrucking.com that's our mission the problem here is a lot of the students and newcomers to the industry don't know which ones they are they all know the the very well-known names i mean because they're so huge they're so big but here we are. We're here on this show. We're live, and uh, so you're gonna you're gonna find out about these companies. And here, and I'm going to tell you now. So, and again, you may already know about it, but there's so much out there you don't know um, fact from fiction anymore. So you're hearing it from me. This is my opinion right here on Truth About Trucking Live. These are very good companies that that I recommend. Uh, so if you're interested in starting a professional driving career and worried about getting on with one of those starter companies that you've heard and read all the horror stories about, check these three out first. First one right off the bat is Rail Transport, and that's the one that is spelled R-O-E-H-L, but it's pronounced rail. Rail Transport. um, Be honest with you, if I wanted to go back to over-the-road trucking, they would probably be the one I call. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Um, I do a lot of research, a lot of time looking here, and And uh, they'd probably be the ones I would call. Uh, But they're out of Marshfield, Wisconsin. They have three weeks of training. They're certified by the Wisconsin Educational Approval Board and certified by the Wisconsin DOT. And they give 160 hours of training. And listen to this. CDL training cost at rail transport, $2,800. $2,800. And they give you two payment options cash, or they have a tuition assistance program, and they also will tell you that no tuition payment is due as long as you're working for them. So that's rail transport, uh, and you can find them at rail.net, R-O-E-H-L dot net. And the second one, and Don, I think this was, uh, somebody was asking about this in the uh, chat. Yeah. Uh, The second one, Donna saw this in the uh, chat room, but the second one here I want to offer up to you is Millis Transfer. Uh, They have schools in Ohio and Wisconsin, and uh, those are state-qualified schools. They have a school in Georgia. Uh, The Georgia location remains a private school specifically for Millis Transfer. Uh, Most of their classes uh, consist of six students per class. And they give you high quality training in a small class. Remember I was talking about the student to ra- student to uh, uh, instructor ratio. Uh, low cost, high quality training. they're even cheaper than rail trans uh, transport, twenty five hundred dollars for CDL training.
4: Uh,
3: what's nice about that is you know they're a good company. twenty five hundred uh, upfront cost to approve applicants, only five hundred dollars. And they offer financing up to uh, $2,000 uh, if you qualify. So they can finance $2,000. You may have to come up with 500 bucks. I mean, how sweet is that? So Millis Transfer, I've looked at them real, real hard, too. I really like them. Uh, I think they're a really good company. Uh, you can go to their uh, site at mtidriving.com. And the third one... Uh, is a flatbed carrier. Uh they're called TMC Transportation. But I've gotten where I like this company. Uh again, they're a flatbed carrier. And uh, training is done out of their uh Des Moines, Iowa terminal. And many of their CDL grads have gone on to earn as much as 60,000 in their first year. That's according to them. I don't have proof of that, but uh by, I have looked at them really, really hard, and uh, they seem to be a really good, honest company, so I don't have any uh, problems believing that. Not every grad, but some. Some have even gone on, so that really tells me that the potential is there. So remember, I told you there are good companies out there. These are three that uh, we'll add to our book, and uh, I want to offer it up to you because you may have already heard about them and been thinking about them, but just really hadn't had any kind of verification, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're good companies. You can check them out at tmctrans.com. And so there you are, three very good companies who offer CDL training, and they are not known as those other starter companies. And this is how we can bring about change, and this is how we can get, uh, hopefully, these other ones to try to shape up a little bit, the ones that have their the name out there that uh, – That are not treating drivers so well. Let's move move on to uh, other companies. And Rail Millis and TMC uh, should be on your list. And the sweet thing about them is uh, they have their own CDL training at low cost and uh, have very good reputation among their drivers. So, uh, okay, Uh, thirty minutes, thirty-six minutes remaining. Okay, finally, let's look. I was going to take another little break, but let's keep going. Let's let's look at the job market. Uh, you're hearing that there are all these jobs available in trucking, right? Companies are hiring, and over the road trucking appears to be the answer to your unemployment crisis. Uh, so, are there driving jobs available for new CDL students and drivers? <laughs> and if so, why do I get emails every day from uh, CDL students who? Have completed their course, they have their CDL in their pocket, and six months later, nine months later, twelve months later, there's still no job. If there's jobs available, why, why, why are they not getting it? Why are they? Why is this happening to so many of you? Uh, are companies hiring new drivers? Uh, well, we're talking about the truck OTR truck in here, remember? So, <laughs> I hate to say it, but the answer is yes. And no, so let's explain it further. I believe that there is a false sense of job hiring stability uh, being created once again by the OTR trucking industry, and more importantly, many of the CDL schools out there. Uh, What looks to be happening is that many trucking companies who accept students are accepting applications Uh, getting you into the training school, uh, getting that money from you, but are only hiring the best of the best applications and then turning around and firing their already drivers who may be less than perfect in their eyes. Uh, For instance, uh, their drivers who are not uh, making their loads on time or may just be a troublemaker or whatever, Um, they could be complaining about not getting enough miles. I mean, imagine that. Whatever the case, they are still, even in a recession, bringing in new students for training, but picking only the best of the applications, hiring them, and then um, using them to replace any present driver that they're unhappy with. So... So what is this doing? Well, it's doing several things. One, it's getting rid of higher-paid drivers and replacing them with lower-paid student drivers who have a good, clean record. And two, because these veteran drivers who are being let go are filing for unemployment, the employment agencies see this as a slowdown, as a crunch in the truck driving career industry, and they're reporting it as such. And three, because the unemployment agencies uh, see this and report it as a fall in the trucking market, they are in return steering newcomers to trucking off into another direction, like I've read nursing. They're sending them off to nursing or some other field. And four, because so many uh, possible new truckers are being steered away by the unemployment offices, the trucking companies and c d l schools are reporting that they that there are jobs available and new drivers are needed and being hired so if you don't if you don't have let me look here uh controls and uh, being hired okay so um so you uh, the new student uh, are told by many of these CDL schools that there are still opportunities in OTR trucking. And they are, but only if you are the best of the best. Uh, you have no, uh, meaning that you have no problems on your MVR, uh, meaning you have no criminal background, Uh, It's even to the point that the job application you fill out is being used largely as a screening process. Uh, If one T is not crossed, if one period is out of place, uh, if you don't fill out the application completely and neatly, uh, I mean perfectly, it will be one that is tossed aside and they'll go with the applications that are filled out in a precise and professional manner. This is one of the areas that the trucking industry has changed. It used, to, it used to not even matter what it looked like. But now the market is so saturated. I believe the market is so saturated right now with driver applications that the companies have their choice to pick from, and they are now only looking for the best of the best. No MVR violations, uh, no criminal backgrounds, uh, filling out the application perfectly, uh, showing up to class and orientation with a good attitude, and yes, even dressed professionally and neatly. Uh, they have so many applications to choose from now that even your appearance to them could stop your hiring process. And uh, as many of you have found out already, many CDL schools aren't telling you these things. Uh, they're taking your money uh knowing you're not going to be able to land a job because of something on your MVR, something on your record uh your appearance, whatever the case many won't tell you because again we're in a recession and they need your money they're they're a business they need money bottom line that's just the way it is. It's not right, but this is reality uh so you, you want to know how to tell immediately if a CDL school is a good, honest training facility? <laughs> if you do have something on your uh, MBR, uh, like a DUI or whatever, uh, that's recent, within the last several years, or if you have something within a criminal background, like a felony or misdemeanor or whatever, tell them. Call them, go down there and talk to them and tell them. Uh, Ask them if you can still get hired. Uh, And if they say, yeah, no problem, then run. Because in today's market, the way the the industry is right now with the saturation of applications, they're scamming you in for dollars only. That's all, knowing full well that nobody is going to hire you if you have anything like that on your record right now. (laughs) That's the way, that's what's going on right now in today's market. Now I find it hard to believe, though, that everybody who writes me has something on their record, a DUI or or something. And again, we get back to the point where the insurance carriers, you know, go back 20, 30 years. So um, it's tough out there. But I, I get emails from people saying I have a perfect record. I, there's nothing wrong. Uh, it's been eight, nine months. I'm still not hired. And I have to be honest, I'm scratching my head on that one because if you don't have anything bad on your MVR, if your record is clean, if you have a great work record, if you fill out the job application neatly and precisely and perfectly, uh, if if everything about you, your past driving record, your past history, the way you fill out the paperwork, your attitude, if everything about you screams best of the best, then you should be able to get hired without a problem. You should be working. Uh, if not, then the school or company just scammed you. That's 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 my take on it. And one re- and one thing that I base this on, <clears throat> sorry to keep coughing, losing my voice. One thing I base this on is there's a very good CDL school in in the state of Illinois. It's called Eagle Training Services, and I've I've had them on the show before. I've never met them personally, but uh, I've talked with them a lot. I've dealt with them. I've emailed them, and uh, I've looked at them real hard. And uh, not that that means anything, but they're they're a good school. They're an excellent school, and they're the school that if you walked up to Ken or Tanya down there at Eagle and said, I got a DUI about three years ago, uh, can you know? will I be able to get a job, I guarantee you they're going to tell you, go home. (laughs) They're going to tell you, no, not right now, not in today's market. And it's like I said earlier, CDL schools are still reporting job placement rates as high as 97%. But I guarantee you these are the good and honest CDL schools who will tell you right up front, like Eagle Training, that if you have a DUI or speeding tickets or a felony or misdemeanor or whatever, they're going to tell you to not bother. Save your money and don't waste your time uh, because no one's going to hire you right now. Today, in this recession, with the saturation of application that's going on because there's too many other good ones floating out there with no record, if you want to call it that way, and uh, that they have to choose from. And one thing I want to point out here, one criminal offense that will pretty much guarantee you will never get hired in trucking, uh, and I bring this up because I've I've been asked about it recently, um, is theft. If you've ever been convicted of theft, you can pretty much forget about trucking as a career. It's not going to happen. Uh, So are there jobs still available in trucking? Well, yeah. Yeah but only for the best of the best applications, and that's where we are right now. Um, And maybe that's what the problem is. Um, Your record is good. Everything's fine. You finished six, seven, eight months ago. You're still sitting at home with no job. Um, Did you fill the application out neatly and professionally in every line, dot every T? I mean, this this is how tight they are getting. They're looking really for the best of the best. Uh, it could be something as simple as that that maybe you never even thought of. And as silly and elementary as that sounds, uh, that's the way it is right now. So no school, again, remember, can guarantee a job. Remember that. And no trucking company will guarantee you a job. Remember that. And and uh, the... Uh, the market, again, I believe is so saturated right now that companies have their pick and they are only picking the best of the best out of all those applications. And uh, there are a lot of scams in OTR trucking. And and this ongoing attitude of how there are still jobs available is only true to a certain point. And if you're one that finished CDL training and... Uh, two months, six months, uh, several months later, you're still sitting at home at no job, you need to go back to the school and find out why. Because uh, if if your MVR is clean and you have no criminal record, you have no marks, you filled out the paperwork really good and neat and, and you look professional, if you've done all that and something's wrong, they should be able to get you a job somewhere because that is what the trucking industry is looking for right now. They're looking for you. That's what they're looking for. So if you're still sitting at home several months later after finishing school with your CDL with no job, I'd be going back to the school and finding out what's going on uh, because uh, uh, you should be able to find a job. And uh, that brings me to, I want to point out, too, um, once you get that CDL at that school, uh, I've had some people tell me that uh, well I got my CDL but I wasn't quite ready to get started so I thought you know I'd I'd get started you know several months down the road. Listen, when you get that CDL from that school, you want to get started right away because um, remember the insurance carriers they look for recent verifiable driving experience within the last year. When you come out of that CDL school, you have the minimum required experience needed to get on with a trucking company. <clears throat> if you wait a year to get started, uh, your CDL is worthless. You're pretty much going to have to go back to school all over again, believe it or not, and get the training all over again. Some schools and some trucking companies do offer refresher courses, uh, so you might get away with a little bit less than that, but you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait after you finish that school. You want to get out there and get that uh, experience going so you don't uh, have to pay again, because if you wait after a year, uh, the training you just went through is pretty much gone. Uh, believe it or not, that's how it works. So, um, uh, so again, the uh, jobs are available, but it's only true to a certain point, like we've talked about. They're looking for the best of the best. Look over your application. Uh, rethink in your mind what you did, what, and maybe you can figure it out. Uh, maybe you just kind of half-heartedly filled out the application and that tossed it out. could be something just as simple as that. But if your record is good and clean, um, you should find a job. You should be working. Um, So TruthAboutTrucking.com was the first to step up and start revealing uh, uh, these scams of OTR trucking, and they still go on, but hopefully with this uh, information Uh, we can save you from uh, losing a lot of your hard-earned money. If if you have DUIs, if you already have something like that and you're looking at a school, um, it's going to be tough for you. That's just the way the market is right now. Um, Okay, 21 minutes. uh, I've got a hand showing here. Let me um, try to bring this caller in here real quick and we'll wrap it up. uh, Boy, the lines are full, but everybody's listening here. Uh, caller from area code 847. Uh, you're on the air. Go ahead. Welcome.
2: Well, hello. How are you today?
3: I'm good. How are you doing? Uh,
2: you know who this is? Huh? This is Ken from Eagle Training Services.
3: I had a feeling because that 847, that looked awfully familiar. And, you know, I almost started to say that. I started to say, I think this is Ken from Eagle Training. So how you yeah, doing? i just, I'm doing great how you doing i'm good i'm good. Yeah, I just, I, I'm trying to just cover some of these things because, okay. hey, you know Ken, I'm glad you called in because what is it about these students who are- writing me and calling me and and they finished c d l training eight nine months ago, and they still have no job, and they're telling me that you know their m v r is perfect everything's good. Uh, what's your insight on that? You run a you run a great school there. You know more you know more about it than I do. What's going on with them?
2: Well, the thing is, is a lot of people are waiting after they graduate out of school. They have right, They got to start a job right after they get out of school. They can't wait for thirty days, thirty to forty five days. These companies are are hesitating because you're new. You learned. You know they want you right out of school because you're refreshed and you know everything, and they and you're capable of walking right into training. A lot of these students are waiting too long before they're taking a job, they're, you know, and they can't. they got to, you know, our, we, like we tell our students is that when you graduate, you know, they usually start the following Monday right out of school, and that's what has to happen. You know, you can't wait. Don't hesitate, can't wait. The school that you want to should be providing you with um, a pre-hire letter and call the company and make sure that they are going to hire you you know, when the, when the um, school gives you that pre-hire letter. Because there's some schools out there that are pulling pre-hire letters out of a file and giving it to you. Really? You know? yeah. And, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's part of the problem, you know. I mean, I, I you know, the one thing that I have a hard time, you know, believing is, is that some of these schools, they just don't care about the students, and it's all about the students, you know. It's right. about picking people up and... Put them back on their feet and get them a job and get them to work so they don't lose everything they worked their whole life for, you know. But the students also have a responsibility that to start a job asap, as soon as possible, instead of hesitating and waiting.
3: Yeah, that, that's what I was just touching on because I I, I I I just get so many emails and I'm getting to a point where it's it's almost taken me a week or two to get to to answer them all now. But I I, I eventually answer them. But one of the things I see is. Uh, you know they decided to wait and everything, and and uh, they're missing the whole point. They can't do that. As soon as they get out, they they've got to get going because that's when the companies are wanting them. Correct. You and, know, that's uh, exactly when they want them. So what if uh, what if someone says, well, they were ready to go, and because uh, I mean, <clears throat> I think it's funny you called in, um, and I was just talking about you. Because you're one of the schools that have a high placement rate. I mean, you're not. I mean, you're you're getting you're getting students jobs.
2: Correct. We get students jobs because we're, we are considered the toughest truck driving school in the state of Illinois, um, and the companies expect a certain standard from us when they get it, when they hire our drivers, our students, and we produce that every class. You know, we don't babysit. We push our students hard. We put them into the thick of things. You know, from day one, we have them thinking like a truck driver reading cars, you know, um, putting them in tough situations. As they get better, we get tougher on them. you know put them in tough right turns, left turns, backing into the shopping centers, and you know all the stuff that they're going to do in real life when they get out there. you know we prepare them, we prepare them the way they're supposed to be prepared. And that's the yeah, one thing yeah. that we take great pride in.
3: Yeah, so if a, so if a CDL student has a good MVR record, they have no criminal background. I mean, they do everything right. Everything's perfect. Uh, they, there should be a job for them, right?
2: Correct. If they want it. That's the question. A lot of people don't want to run the road, okay? They want local work. Right now, local work is not available.
4: Um, oh, yeah. No way.
2: You, know, right. I mean, you look at some of these companies that have laid off 30% of their workforce. You know, and they were all running local, and now you're competing against people that have 20 years experience, 15 years experience on the at local work, and you're competing against them. You know, you got to get your experience. You got to get that six months to a year underneath your belt. You know, it, really, it's a year. You know, you get that one year experience, and a lot of companies will open the doors to you. Two years experience, all the companies will open the door for you.
4: But oh, yeah, you can't,
2: know. you know, you can't wait. And that's okay. the one thing that I would like to make sure that everybody understands is that you graduate out of a school and you've got a pre-hire letter, get your butt there and go to work and deal with the BS that you're going to deal with. These companies are going um, to take advantage of you for six months. I'm going to tell you, I, and that's straightforward shooting. You know, they take advantage of you for six months to see if you're going to last, see how much BS you're going to put up with. But right. if you can get through that six months and you show them that you're dependable, you're reliable, you're always on time... You know, your freight's never late. You're not damaging freight. You're not driving like a cowboy. Um, The work, they're going to give you better runs, and you're going to find out that you're going to stick with those companies a lot longer. You know, I'm I'm, finding that a lot of my students are calling me and telling me that.
3: Yeah, I'm always talking about the old pay your dues things, but here's here's what I'm puzzled about. I mean, I get all these emails. And I have no way, you know, to confirming that they're true. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know these people. So I only take it as to heart. But I mean, if somebody was to write you an email and say, "Look, Ken, I graduated from this school over here. I've got my CDL. I'm ready to work. I'm waiting to go to work. My MVR is perfect. I have no DUIs, no felonies, nothing. I'm ready to go. I did great in school, but it's been, uh, but here it is, three months later, and, and no one will hire me." What's your answer to that? What's I mean, the reputation of the school? The reputation
2: yep. of the school. Exactly. I mean, a lot of these companies right now—they're not hiring from certain schools out there. Okay. Okay. They're—they're they're hiring from the best truck driving schools in the business. They're—they're—they're not they are they are hes- taking the cream of the crop, and they're only going to hire from the schools that they know that they're getting top, not students from. I've okay. seen that a lot. I mean, there's uh, my competition around here. You know, I've had their students call me and asking me, can they get them a job? And I'm like, well, I don't know how you were trained.
3: Well, you know, no. I, I, I applaud you because that, that makes total sense. Because, you know, I've been sitting here scratching my head going, man, if everything's perfect, then they should have a job. But, you know, that that makes perfect sense. You you hit it right on the head.
2: If you train properly, these companies will hire you. If they know the reputation of the school that you're going to it's a top-notch school – You should have no problems finding a job. I mean, that's the reason we're running at a 98% um, job placement. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, i got
2: companies that are coming to me that won't hire from certain schools. But you have to hire my students right out of school right away. Right, right. You know, the reputation of the school is everything. Check around. Have the people call. Um, If you call the school, ask them for um, prior students. You know, or, you know, like with us, we have a board in our school that every student signs after they leave. You know, I mean, look, read their board, to, if they have a board like that, and see what the students are saying about them.
3: You know, yeah. I mean, if they have got to like do that. your homework. Yeah, now, how uh, uh, can't, isn't it true a student can ask a school to see their records on, on how they're doing with uh, placing students in jobs? yes. And, and yeah. what, what's, what's that called? I can't remember. It's called something. Now, uh, now
2: you're going to put me on the spot. Now, see, now that's the vice president of the company's um, position. I'm yeah, just I know. A... I,
3: yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I understand. That, that could be somebody else's deal. but And I can't think of it. I mean, I've, I've talked about it before, but there there is a form that the student can say, you know, look, I, I want to see your form that shows me uh, how you're doing with placing students. Uh, they have every right to do that. Correct. So that, so that could really be a big key on seeing whether or not, you know, companies are hiring from the school or not. Right.
2: Well, the thing is, is, too, is when they go to these schools to check them out, ask them if they can talk to the students that are going through the class right then and there, you know. And if the school tells them no, then you know there's something's wrong, you know. I tell all of my potential students, if I get a class in chess, I'll go, hey, go sit over there and talk to them. Go over and ask them, what do they think of us? You know, what do they think of the training they're getting? You know, I have nothing to hide, and neither should I any other school that trains people. Because, you know, the one thing is that these people that are putting our lives, their lives in our hands to get them a job so they don't lose everything they worked their whole life for, you know, and that's key. And I take great, you know, Eagle Training Services is one school that we take great pride in placing our people and taking people up out of the gutter, putting them back to work, and making sure that they get a job so they can pay their frickin' bills, you know. I mean, I'm proud yeah. of that. And every school that's out there should be the same way.
3: Yeah. Well, that's that's one reason I use you as an example, because I, I mean, I know for a fact you have a great school there, and, and you're getting people hired, and, and I get these emails from so many people saying, well, I, it's been nine months, I'm still waiting, and uh, it makes perfect sense that it very well could, because there's a, I mean, we won't say any names, but we know some of the schools out there that that aren't aren't, you know, too good, let's just put it that way, and and uh, maybe that's, that, that could very well be the biggest reason why they're still sitting at home with no job.
2: Correct. And the thing is, I had a guy call me the other day, and he went down to Missouri and got his license. Well, in Illinois, you have, if you live in Illinois, you have to get your CDL in Illinois. You can go out of state and get it, but you still have to come back and do all the tests and, uh, every, and all the training, um, the yard skills, the road, and the pre-trap. And he told me down there, he was down there with 90 people. And he was lucky to get an hour in the truck every three days.
0: I mean, that's something.
2: What can you do by learning that? Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, that's not fair to them. He, this guy spent $2,000 to go to that school, plus had to have him put up in a hotel, plus his meals and everything else, and he'd get maybe 10 hours in the truck the whole time he was down there.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the red flags. I hear you you know, so
2: that's well, what the people have to, you know, look at, you know, look at how many, ask them how many students per instructor they can train, you know, with right. us, it's four students per instructor, you know, I mean, right. it, and find out how many people, if they got 90 people in class and they've only got five instructors, you ought to know something's wrong.
3: <laughs> right, right, yeah, we were going over that, so, okay, well, Ken, hey, I've got nine minutes here, I, I, um, I appreciate you calling in, I didn't even know you were listening, but I thought that number looked familiar, but but uh, thanks for calling in and, uh, and uh, giving that insight because that makes a lot of sense. I, I really appreciate it.
2: You know, I really appreciate the work you're doing there uh, because you know what—if it wasn't for you, a lot of people wouldn't really know what the deal was going on. And um, you know, you're a top-notch talk show—you know—that's informing people of exactly what they need to know. And I hope people realize that.
3: Well, thanks. Well, thanks. I appreciate it, and I'll. I'll uh, I'll send you the fifty bucks. I promised you to say that. Yeah,
2: well, the thing is, you're the truth in trucking, like Tanya just said,
3: you know, you tell it like it
2: is, and that's why I like you because me and you are a lot alike. We tell it like it is and tell the truth, and if people don't like it, well,
3: do bad. That's that's the way to be, and that's that's why uh, that's why you're so su- su- uh, successful. And uh, and uh, well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. We'll be talking with you. Keep in touch. All right.
2: Thank you. Anytime. You take All right.
3: care. All right. Uh-huh, you too. Um yeah, well that wasn't planned, but that's good. I'm glad. That's that's uh that was Ken Bond with the Eagle Training Service that I was talking about. Runs a good school and and uh, he's got like a ninety seven percent placement rate and it makes sense when you think about it. If you finish your C D L and it it's six, seven, eight months down the road and you're still at home with no job, it it could very well be uh, you hooked up with one of those C D L schools that trucking companies know um uh, just have a reputation maybe for not uh doing very good training. And so you know, it's 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 live and learn. It, it's it's tough out there, but you know, check into it and uh um, just check the school out real good and um if you think that's the case, uh check find another school that you know is reputable and good and see maybe if they have a refresher course, at least that'll get you out into the market and uh, with a school that companies are hiring from, and that may just be what you have to do. So um, I appreciate you uh, joining me this evening uh, on Truth About Trucking Live. I hope you find this information valuable in uh, assisting you in your trucking career. So check out check out the real truth about OTR trucking at truthabouttrucking.com, and come on over to our blog at, at askthetrucker.com and ask questions or post comments. Uh, we'll be glad to glad to have you and we'll answer you just as fast as we can and and uh and of course stay up with our blog talk radio show at blog truthabouttrucking slash truth about trucking and uh our next show will be uh next thursday september 17th uh 2009 at uh 3 p.m eastern standard time and we're calling it american trucking and opening the mexican border and uh The way we're putting it is opening the Mexico's border and allowing their trucks to run through our 48 states could prove disastrous for the American driver. And most companies and organizations write that they're against this plan, but we're wondering if they really are, or is this a plan that has been secretly building in the background for years? And, well, we're going to be talking about it myself and my co-host, Barry Stutzky. Between the two of us, we have 65 years of driving between us, and hopefully we'll have some special guests on that show. So mark your calendar for Thursday, September seventeenth, 2009, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Trucking and Opening the Mexican Border. And uh, I hope you can join us live if you can. And and be sure to bookmark our show right here and mark it as a favorite. We appreciate it. So uh, hang in there, people. Listen, if, if you've done everything right and you're still sitting at home and not having a job, uh, Ken might have hit it right on the nail. It might have been the school you went to. Find a reputable school, dig in, try to get that refresher course. Uh, that maybe at least that could get you into the hiring market. All right, so uh, maybe that'll help you out. Get out there because if everything's right, you should be um, you should be employed. That's simply just the way it is. So uh, maybe that's what you need to do. So until next time, for truth about trucking life. I'm Alan Smith, drive safe, and thanks for listening. And again, check out that refresher course. Get out in the market, but you should well, be I'm hired these if you've done everything right. Good luck to you and stay in touch with us. We appreciate you listening.
0: Never got a ticket, never the line. Dinner's on the table, but it'll just have- Knowing if I was alive or dead Highway patrol said, let me give you a hand Then he laughed and said, son, I bet you need to change your pants I said, Lord, have mercy on us